What's up, everybody? It's DLS Central Time. David in the house. Let's get into it. We've got the NBA playoffs going on. They just started yesterday on the 16th. I'm recording this on April 17th. Happy Resurrection Sunday, everybody. Jesus is risen to the glory of God. So let's let's first give a shout out to to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, (laughs) and our Father, who he reconciled us to, uh, the, the Lord of hosts, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yahweh, the great I am. That's right. Jehovah. Jireh. <laughs> so I, we could go on and on there. Uh, so let, let's give a shout out there. Uh, that's first things first. Uh, but yeah, NBA is hot. Now, I mean, I think this playoffs is going to be really, really fun. I mean, it's already been fun to watch already. And, and so it's, I feel like this is a playoff where I can just enjoy I'm a big, I'm a LeBron James fan, um, and you know, again, I, I love, I love Michael Jordan and LeBron James. It was just, it's stressful. It was always stressful to watch Michael Jordan. It was always stressful to watch LeBron because you root for them, you care about their legacies, and when they don't, when they don't uh, make it, you know, when we, you're always nervous, especially in tight games, because you don't ever want to see them lose. Um, but frankly it's quite freeing to not have LeBron James in the playoff because I'm, a, I'm always so stressed out I want LeBron to win all the time and you know with you know I, I I hate that he like he's 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 the uh, the power broker of of uh this you know this era you know i think his era's you know coming to an end but you know um it's like he was he was a power broker or or you know he was the he was the 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 needle mover you know for a generation and you know rightly so i mean his is a reason why they put him up there with mj i again i if you talk about the the argument in just terms of who's the better player, you I give the edge to MJ for a couple of reasons, but um, but he's to me is one A one B. Both of them are great, and there's a huge gap. Well, not a huge gap, but um, in terms of just like it, it's hard to argue um, other players next to them. Um, when it comes to, I would say this upcoming generation, um, you know, or the generation that is kind of like, you know, um, that he's playing in right now, there's still like a chasm. I mean, if you want to compare LeBron and KD, there are things that KD can do that I think LeBron can't, but if you're talking about just overall, this who's, you know, who's better, you got to say LeBron there just for, for a variety of reasons. You know, if you're saying, you know, who's better, Giannis or LeBron, you got to say LeBron. Just the body of work is hard to argue and argue with. And we have so much so much footage that, you know, really kind of just proves that. So, to you know, but when it comes to just all time, I mean, there's 
that that's what makes the argument subjective because if you're if you're really trying to argue this for real i mean it's like you could kareem could be the goat magic could be the goat it's just uh wilt could be the goat um bill russell could be the goat it's just it depends on what you're trying to argue um and when it comes to but if you're talking about just complete player can do it all that's where it's hard to to argue against a, a lebron james for being either one or two at least you got to put him in one of those just because the man can do everything so and he's asked to do everything so that that's what that's what really kind of makes him essential to that argument so but again we're gonna get into it I'll see it's so easy I, it's so easy to get into the that conversation but LeBron's not here so that's freeing and so I can actually enjoy the playoffs <laughs> so that's great um again so we start off uh Jazz and the Mavericks uh that game I knew that the Jazz were gonna win game one because Luca's hurt um that Lu- Luca is the is the engine that that uh causes the Mavericks to go. So if he's not hurt, if he's hurt, uh they really can't match up against the Jazz well. I mean and the Jazz are a good team. I feel like the game was closer. I mean it was 99-93. Um it was closer than it probably should have been if Luca's gone, but I just I knew that the Mavericks weren't going to win that. Um I don't think the Jazz I think the Jazz have a ceiling. Like they're they're good enough to get past the first round. I think they're good. They're they're if they beat the Mavericks in this series, I wouldn't be surprised. But the problem with the Jazz, I think, which has kind of always been the problem with the Jazz, is that they have a ceiling. Um, they they can only get so far. It's just it's just like Gonzaga in the uh, you know the NCAA. It's like they they're always gonna be in the mix. There's you're always gonna think, okay, this is their year. Because they you know, they always they field a good team that that can uh that is built to be in the NCAA tournament, but they're never gonna win it. So <laughs> and that's the thing with the jazz. You just whenever you see the it's just hard to take the jazz as a deep contender i mean their best opportunity was when they were playing against mj in in those two final series in 97 and 98 because that was their best chance that was the best team that they had um that could match up but ever since that they just it's just i feel like it's hard to get like what you would need for utah to win uh to it's hard to get that kind of personnel to probably want to play in utah um and part of me wonders if if that team is gonna be the same after this season because again they reached the ceiling they can only go so far with with who they have and Rudy Gobert's, you know, continues to get older. He, he's, a, I like Rudy Gobert's game. He's, he's one of the best defensive players, um, you know, in the, you know, 
in the league um he can still get you know get those rebounds he, he's still a just a shot alter got donovan mitchell donovan mitchell i like his i like his energy and his game it's just the problem with donovan mitchell i feel like he's just he he's he's not always consistent and they're they can only go so far with this and if you're utah how many times are you going to are you going to be able to run this back with with who you have before you need to just cut bait and blow it up um because again if you could if if you can only potentially get out of the first round potentially that's that you know it's it's not even a, a foregone conclusion that they'll that they'll win this series but if if that's all you're built for then you you really need to rethink what you have because just making it to the if your ceiling if your if your ultimate ceiling is the second round you don't have what it takes um is is not enough just to say hey we need we made the playoff we're a playoff team if if you you know your your ceiling is the second round uh you need something more you need you may need to rethink your your team's philosophy and how they play to to um give you that extra edge they gotta do something they gotta do something they either gotta add something or they gotta subtract something but i just don't think that they're they're a serious contender no one out no one will take the jazz seriously i i don't think um as long as the the uh the west and the and the east are constructed the way they are it's just that something has to they they need a a league altering player in order to get them over the hump um so that's my take on that but it to me that's a toss-up it could go either way i wouldn't be surprised if this is a seven game series um sixers and the raptors this was a matchup everybody was clamoring to see because as much as james harden you know wants to deny um they're under huge pressure and it's not just james harden i mean joan Embiid's under pressure you know they the, the whole sixers organization's under pressure doc rivers is under pressure like they have a lot to prove because they've that they, they they've got the team that they need and this is a team that you know that they should be able to go deep into the playoffs with but again harden harden disappears in in playoff series uh when you need him most and and, we, and we've got the tape to prove it and so even though he had a he had a cool showing in this first game it's it's hard to trust anything harden does until he surpasses the past footage like what we what we've known him to be in the past is when it, when you need him when you need to count on him he's not there for you and we, we he's been on several teams now so he he has the most to prove and Joel Embiid Joel Embiid needs to prove that he that that he's as good as he says he is i mean he's the anchor for that team he's the engine he's what makes the team go he's got to be dominant consistently he can't afford to have an off night at all i think throughout the playoffs 
Embiid's got to average 35, 40 points. Just period. Every game of the playoffs. Like he's got to, he's got to give them 35, 40, um, you know, 10 to 15 rebounds. Like he, he can't take a night off. They need him on the floor. He can't get in foul trouble um, because if he goes down, if he gets in trouble, there go the Sixers. Raptors are tough. I think the um, the the Sixers pounced on them on this game, um, but it'll be interesting to see how the Raptors make adjustments for Game Two. They are in Philly, so they're gonna feed. You know, Sixers are feeding off that crowd, but it'll be interesting to see what the Raptors do to adjust. I think Nick Nurse is a good coach. Um, he just got out coached in Game One, um, but it, I think they'll they'll show a little bit more fight in game two but that's another one this is another one that could go seven warriors nuggets i did i was kind of surprised on this one i don't know i probably shouldn't have been but i was surprised that the warriors handled the nuggets the way they did like that the for the score to be 123 107 and you talk about Jokic being in the MVP conversation. This is they 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 kind of owned them. <laughs> they they owned Denver in this game. Uh, so if the the Warriors are always dangerous, you got Clay back, you got Draymond, you got Steph. Um, let's see how far they can go. I think it, it, they'll they're always uh, a contender to go deep. We we definitely do take the Warriors seriously. Uh, so. This will be a fun one to watch. I think the Warriors can definitely take out the Nuggets. Again, the Nuggets, I like the Nuggets, but it's hard to take the Nuggets seriously because like the Jazz, they have a ceiling. Um, and they have to prove that they can get that they can break that ceiling uh, so that so that we can actually look at them not only as a legit contender, because they are a legit contender, but we have to shift from them being contenders to being chant to, to being championship material and it's hard to consider them as championship as a championship team they're definitely a playoff team but i don't think that they're a championship team uh, and i want them to prove me wrong on that but i just it's hard to see it now the the, the dark horse playoff series is timberwolves grizzlies because both teams are feisty both teams are frisky um the timberwolves took game one i mean they they haven't been in the playoffs for a long time everybody was clowning on them when they because of their reaction uh, to the play-in game uh and, and rightly so i mean it was it was bizarre i've never seen like a celebration like that before everybody's like oh, they playing like they they acting like they won the chip they act like they won the championship and for them i mean it felt like it because they again when we talk about ceilings they they broke through something they 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 haven't tasted playoff action in a long time and so for them it it was a it was a a um it 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 turned it, it it was a new chapter that they just went into. Uh, it was a milestone. It was it was it was a, a, a limit that they broke through because for a long time no one took the Timberwolves seriously, but now with with uh you know Anthony Edwards and and Pat Bev and all those other guys on the team, now you you have to 
to um to take them seriously they they made it to the playoffs and they're a young team they're probably going to keep building um and they're going to grow from this experience they're get they're they're getting some momentum both teams are getting some momentum the grizzlies have been really i think impressive this year uh they're a two seed for a reason uh but again when you look at at how this is it is panning out Timberwolves might shock the Grizzlies, but I mean it'll be interesting to see how John Morant and and, and company come out in Game Two. Some there are some quiet rumblings that uh, that uh, the Grizzlies are better without John Morant, um, and if that's the case, it's a shame um, that that he would be the Ewing the Ewing theory. Thanks, Bill Simmons, uh, <laughs> in this in this uh, in this situation. But I mean, T Wolves they won it. Um, and they've been denied for a long time. So to me, this is a dark horse series. And any, I think either team that comes out of this series, the, the next team is going to have to really pay attention and take them seriously. And then today's games, I mean, it, it, it was pretty... It was pretty interesting. The, the definitely the game that has uh, t- that has taken over, uh, you know, Easter Sunday, uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, has been the Celtics Nets game. Celtics took it by one, one fifteen to one fourteen. Um, that game was was back and forth. It was it was close for a while. The, the Celtics had got a lead on the Nets, and it looked like they were gonna that they were gonna break away and and uh, win outright um, and and, and kind of show some domination. But then the 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 Nets came roaring back, and Kyrie went off. Of course, he was Kyrie was flipping the bird to the fans, and and he's supposed to be uh, fasting on, for Ramadan, you know. Um, because he he practices islam but it was, it was like the same thing it's like dude you can't be fasting and then giving people the bird like you i tweeted like to somebody who who uh mentioned that you know he was he was doing i'm like man he might as well just go ahead and break down and eat some chicken you know you you're not fasting <laughs> your fast is over you giving somebody the finger your fast is over like you you totally just lost sight of what of what the fast is supposed to be about you might as well go ahead and eat something go ahead and get you some hydration uh so it's like but they still lost that's the thing that tri- that's tripped out it's like so it's like he lost he he had a great game but the it's like he lost his composure because he was he was responding to the fans in that way um and they lost the game ultimately and so and and tatum made a shot over him so to to win the game so to me it's like what did that get you if you're you you i know it's easier said than done have i ever played this you know basketball um on a professional level no i have played basketball you know on the on you know school teams and things like that but even then like we were always taught composure and i always remembered that (laughs) it's about composure you don't you don't let anything distract you from what you're trying to do out there from executing your game plan and if you allow that to happen then bad things are going to happen and i think that's what happened to Kyrie. just he he got too caught up in what they were trying to do and you know they were hanging with them and 
But the Celtics, they just had a little bit more to give, and you know they won it. And KD didn't have a good game. But to me, if I'm the Celtics, um, actually if not the Celtics, if I'm the Nets, I'm not really stressing about this because it's like the Celtics had to pull out all the stops to beat the Nets by one in game one and KD didn't play that well KD's not gonna have two bad games like this in this series so if if they're only if they the Celtics just edged out a a victory like this game two if I'm the Nets I'm not phased at all we're gonna come out and we you know just go ball out Um, it's the Celtics they have to continue to, to keep the gas on them I think the when they broke away, they were firmly in control, but then they let the Nets back in it. If the Celtics want to make a statement, then they come out with the same energy that they put into uh, today, and they don't let the Nets get get back in it. And whatever they did to to keep Durant under wraps, they got to keep it up. Uh, but this this is gonna prove what kind of coach Nash is because. He's going to have to make adjustments based on what's going on. And if he doesn't make the right adjustments, the Celtics are going to, you know, are going to win again. But if he adjusts, and I don't think those adjustments are that difficult, uh, it's, it's probably going to be 1-1 going into game three. And then the uh, the one that surprised me, the Heat's just he just destroyed the Hawks, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> ice trade was ice cold. Um, I mean, he only had like eight points. Like, it was it was bad. But I mean, and they feed off of him again. He's the leader. So if he's cold, then and he's committing turnovers and everything, then the Heat are gonna run away with you know with that series. I mean, the Hawks barely got in, um, but. The, if they continue to play like this, it's like they just wasted the plan. Like you, it, to me, if you're if if you come out of the plan, you should come in like the Timberwolves came in. Like we're we're going to fight hard. Every possession counts. Every possession matters, and we're going to make it tough on whoever we play because we had to fight just to get here. Um, but if if you come out like the Hawks were and you just and you got here because of a play and you don't show like that, you don't you don't show yourself worthy of the play in. And I think and that's why some people were probably in favor, like not in favor of the play in because of like if you, you know, you don't if your record wasn't good enough, really, just to make the uh, the, the top eight. You 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 gonna get to the playoffs just to be slaughtered, and so that that's how that's how people you know probably felt about that play in. But again, there with how the Timberwolves have came out to me that that's where that that's proving to be the power of the plan because it's a huge motivator, um, and and it, if you use it the right way, then it'll give your team a lot of momentum. And then, of course, uh, we got Bulls, Bucks going on right now. Bucks are ahead uh, by eight. I expect the Bucks to win this series um, because I think they have a lot to prove too. Nobody, everybody's talking about the the Philly and and the Nets, but Bucks got something to prove. 
because I mean, yes, Giannis won, and and, and pro, you know, Giannis and the Bucks won last year, and props to them. But I mean, the Nets weren't at full strength, and now you got, and I feel like Philly leveled up a little bit, and so now you gotta, now you gotta prove it with everybody good you know for the most part so it, to me they 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 have a lot of of uh, questions to answer and if they can if they can win again then to me that that puts them that their team that that puts their um to me it, it adds further validation uh, to their win but they, they got a lot to prove if Giannis is who he says he is you know He's gotta he's gotta prove that that first that that first championship wasn't a fluke. Um, and so it'll be fun to see. And of course tonight is gonna be Pelican Suns. Uh, I expect the Suns to win that. I just think they're the better team. Uh, Pelicans are lucky to be in the playoffs, but if they come out like the Timberwolves, it might be interesting. But uh, I expect the Suns to to cruise past the Pelicans. Probably. Uh, uh, winning uh you know like winning in five or maybe even in four just depending on how it goes so that is that and we'll be right back uh, with more talk hi everybody damon here and i'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. NFL offseason news is a lot, whole lot of moving <laughs> going on. And so uh, big, big news. Uh, Russell Wilson headed to Denver. Uh, Tom Brady's back, which I, I kind of agree with how people feel about that. It was, it was, it was, it's kind of deflating. I mean, we were, I was actually so happy to to see him retire um, because, again, I felt like, hey, you know, you even though you lost the way you did, like you, you, it was still Brady-esque uh, because he he did what what he was supposed to do and, and you know got his team back to where they could potentially win the game is just the Rams just were able to get that last touchdown but 
you know, to for him to come back, it's just like, man, like, why are you going to mess up that? That was a, that was a close to a storybook, you know, exit. Why mess that up? It was the same way, you know, we felt about Jordan. Um, it's like, dude, like we wanted to remember you with the final shot over, uh, you know, over Byron, uh, you know, I can't remember his name, but yeah, it's like we, we wanted to see that that was the shot that him holding the pose and they won the sixth championship, you know, that, and then he retired after that season. That that's how we wanted to remember Jordan. Um, but then he comes back and plays for the Wiz, and yeah, he was still doing a, you know, pretty cool things at, for his age, but it wasn't the same Michael Jordan. Um, it, and it's like, everybody wants to for kind of like, well, most people that, that deal with sports, like we kind of want to just slide that under the rug, like it didn't happen or not acknowledge it, but it happened. He came back and he wasn't the same. And we would rather have remembered him in those NBA, you know, after for, for that walk off shot to win the NBA championship for the sixth time. That's how we would, would like to remember him. And this is, I mean, we would have liked to remember Brady like that. Hey, you know, just going out, going out swinging, you know, you're going to have to outduel me to win this game. And, you know, or he could have, he could have left after they won the Super Bowl last year. It's like, Dude, you don't have anything to prove. You're already going down as the best quarterback to ever play in the NFL at this point. Uh, so, I just for him to come back, it he just I knew he wasn't done, or he just he wasn't ready. He he wasn't ready to mentally let go of the game. Um, he and. And he's got to get it out of his system. There's still so, like Rocky said in Rocky, uh, in Rocky Balboa, there's still some stuff in the basement. <laughs> so he he's got to get that stuff out of the basement. Hopefully, he can get it out this season and then retire for real. But I I don't think he, that he needs to to play another season after this. He shouldn't came back this season. But if he he wants to come back, so he come back and. It's not like Tampa doesn't have good odds to be uber competitive again because uh, the NFC got weaker with Russell Wilson leaving. So, I mean, he probably was like, you know what? I could probably do this. You know, the the other NFC teams didn't really get better. I mean, Packers are uh, have Aaron Rodgers back, but he's proven that he can beat Rodgers because Rodgers is – a great regular season quarterback, but for some reason he gets into the playoffs and he can't lift green Bay further than they, you know, than, than they should be lifted. And so, um, and to me, like last year, like this past NFL season, that was their window. Like they were great to me. I thought they were, they, they played really good football, um, this, this past year. And, I felt like they should have have given LA a run for their money, but it just didn't end. It didn't happen like that. Um, but yeah, the they they to me they sh- they should have been in the Super Bowl because they were they were clearly you know one of the best teams in the league, but this Rodgers couldn't do it. So 
But if you're if, if Tom Brady probably feels like, hey, you know what, we can probably run this back and and uh and do some more damage. That's that's gotta be one of the only reasons why he felt like, hey, I can come back. Um, but yeah, so we got that going on. Tyreek Hill is on the Miami Dolphins, and I I can't understand why. Like one, it's a downgrade. I mean he must have really want I think I think he's from Miami but it's like man you really want to wanted to be in Miami because you like in KC like they could have ran that back so for so long cuz you know those guys are are young and Mahomes is 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 dangerous but for there's got some reason there's got to be some reason why why it um it didn't stick there and I definitely believe that is going to make the Chiefs weaker because Tyreek was was the most dangerous dude on the on the field. Like that's what people were scared of. That, that you know was Tyreek to to Mahomes uh, because that that speed that Tyreek has is almost indefensible. Like you can't you can't defend it because he's just too fast. Um but now that he's out of the way, the Chiefs' offense is going to be so different um, now because of you know because of that factor. So, um, I'm concerned about the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I I am super concerned about the Chiefs, and um, because I just think that you know the like with 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 Mahomes it's like he he kind of showed some chinks in his armor um but it, now we're going we're going to prove it is is Mahomes really good or is was he just a product of of who he had in terms of his tandem and in, in terms of who his, uh, you know, his personnel. So we're, we're going to prove it. We're going to find out and, uh, it's going to be fun to see. Now, Baker Mayfield, I just think that they, they've just mishandled that so terribly though with the whole Baker Mayfield thing. Um, and I'm, yeah, it's 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 the it's 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 sad. <laughs> it's sad. I I hate I hate to you know to 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 think about it. Just how the Browns have mismanaged Baker, um. But they they have and and it, it's a shame. But you know life life moves on, and you know uh, I like I like Baker's fight, uh, but with Baker. I just think that he he did things to to shoot himself in the foot. He did things to to make him his his uh his presence odious there. Um and they just didn't believe that he had it. And I mean there there's there's only so much that that you can, you know, really defend with Baker. So I mean, I wish him well. I wish him the best. I, I hope that that he actually proves that he's good. Um, but at the same time, it's just I hate that he. 
I, I hate that he um, that things had to end like they ended. Um, but I wish him the best. I know Carolina is is a uh, is a front runner for um, you know for taking a, a chance on him. But other than that, I mean, nobody really wants him, and that that's the to me that's the concern. I mean, dude was in the NFC Championship game, but the problem was their running game was was really what propelled um their the running game is really what propelled them to success um not so much as baker mayfield's play so that that's something to consider as well uh, but nfl is getting good uh even in the off season is great uh but uh it's going to be totally different. The the power definitely lies in the AFC. That AFC West is going to be super heavy. To me, the AFC West is going to be like uh like the uh the NFC North now. It's just like it's just really super hard. Everybody's going to beat up on each other to get out of that division. Um, but to me, that's where like the the whoever comes out of that division is really going to do some damage in the playoffs. So a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be right back to talk some boxing. Last night, Errol Spence took down uh Ugas and uh Ugas was the one who, uh, who, who fought, and beat Pacquiao, uh, and Pacquiao retired after that fight. Uh, but you know, he was the guy that took Pacquiao's title. Um, and so then, you know, he fought Spence and, and Spence. And I think, I thought that was a good fight. Like you guys, he, he was a game competitor and he, he gave Spence a real fight. But when you look at the damage between, uh, when you look at Spence, at Spence's damage, and then you look at Ugas's damage. I mean, Ugas definitely got the worst of it. Um, Spence ended the night, you know, with a TKO of Ugas. Um, you know, after he just totally closed his eye, uh, he ended up. Um, Ugas ended up suffering a, like a orbital fracture in his eye, and so it's like he couldn't see out of it. And the ref was like, "No, you you can't fight anymore." Um, but it was just. It was an in-fighter clash, and Spence was ready for it. He he wasn't shying away, but and that's his style. Spence, he can he he can fight a outboxer, but he really likes to 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 get in there and and grind out uh, victories. Uh, his body shots, I think, were the first thing that that really got me into being a fan of his because he would just, they would just punish guys. Um, but he was, he's really about working the inside. He'll hang in. And so if you're going to fight Spence, you're, you're definitely going to have to go to war because his punches hurt. And he, he's the type of fighter where you look at him and you're like, yeah, he, he can't really hurt me. But then he throws those things and he's just throwing bricks. <laughs> so, um, he's just, he's a, and I, and, but also the cool thing with Spence is he's got 
great boxing skills. He's is is not like he's that that he doesn't know how to box, that he doesn't know strategy, um, that he doesn't know how to how to move his head and how to have defense. He's got good defense. He's he's just he's solid all around um but he's the the problem with Spence is I think he's a he's a slow starter and so he he'll give a couple of rounds to the other fighter and then he'll just grind them down like he he's the type of fighter that builds uh but that builds up momentum and where the damage um starts to stack up against the other uh against his opponent over the course of the fight and so but he's not he he's not going to to impose his will uh early in a in a contest but as he can till continues to pile on that damage continues to give you those hard shots um but hard but accurate shots um then is you start to really see the toll and you can see with this past with this past uh fights it's just the the opponents they really look like they were in a war <laughs> when it came to spence uh so and they they had damage that you could tell like that he hurt them the thing that i also like about spence is he's 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 accurate he's a pretty efficient fighter um a lot of times even when he's in a slug fest even if the other guy's connecting he 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 has he has the sh- more more shots that land uh more shots that connect his his counters are more crisp than the other than the other guys and so um with with this fight it just he he clearly showed his power he he clearly showed that he was just the, the stronger fighter and now and then after the fight, he called out Terrence Crawford. They kind of called out each other. Uh, both Crawford and Spence have been wanting this fight for a long, long time. And everybody else has been wanting to, to see it for a long time. Because by by the, the estimation of the people, Crawford is the best. Even though Spence has more titles, people look at Crawford as the you know, as the, you know, just the best out of that division. And so, you know, as from a welterweight perspective. So to me, this is, this is the, um, is the Leonard versus, you know, uh, versus Hearns or the league or the, uh, and I would probably say rather not Hearns. I would probably say is Leonard versus Hagler um, because that's, the style that I feel like Spence is. I feel like Spence is more of a of a uh kind of like a Hagler type guy. He's just he's just really he he's not really flashy. I think he he comes out maybe in a flashy outfit, but he's not flashy in the ring. He's just he's a toe to toe, you know, hit for hit kind of guy. Uh I feel like Crawford would be more Leonard uh when it comes to just his his punch output and and I feel like he's more of a showman 
where whereas uh spence is just he wants to he wants to walk you down he wants to to grind it out he wants to show who's the tougher guy um but he has good boxing sense and good skill so but to me that from a big fight standpoint that's the fight that people want to see i think they could have a like the, the, they could draw money uh, for a couple of fights, you can get a couple of fights out of this because whoever wins, we're going to want to see a rematch. And then if it's if one of them, if they split the victories, we're going to want to see a rubber match like this. This could be a, a trilogy, uh, which would be good for the sport of boxing and boxing needs those kind of of showcases, those kind of fights uh, that that's one of the things that we remember about the golden age of boxing uh, was the fact that when Leonard and, 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 and Hearns fought Leonard and Hagler fought like they were wars, um, you know, Leonard and, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, hands of steel, uh, can't, can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, but yeah, but just, but I know the hands of stone. Uh, so, and I'm looking at his face, <laughs> it'll come to me i know everybody's like what how are you supposed to be a boxing how are you talking about boxing you can't re- read or remember it but but it's just it's is is on my head i just i can't pull it up at the moment but i'm looking at him i'm looking at him in the face and i'll be so mad when uh when i finally remember what his name is but yeah it was those four you know and they were they had wars with each other and even when with you know with Mike Tyson, you know Tyson was was fighting, you know guys that you know like the best in his division, and and then it's just Roy Roy Jones Jr. was looking to fight, you know the best in his division. It's just it was you want to see the best fight the best. That's that's what makes boxing beautiful. And if you don't if you don't have that, um, then you know, again, that's that's what causes boxing to 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 suffer um, and to not and and to just be uh, like in decline. Uh, people want to see that. Uh, it's just the same thing with with people wanting another Triple G and Canelo fight. Um, even though I feel like with that one. Even though they're they're pretty evenly matched, I feel like we know that Canelo's better, and I can't say that that if they were to fight again, that the outcome would be different. I, I feel like Canelo would win, um, just because he's he he's the stronger fighter, um, but and I feel like he's he's gotten better. Whereas Triple G may have lost a step, but again, you know that that's what people want to see. To me, there's no other fight that that needs to happen other than Spence and Terence Crawford. Like any other fight is is not going to be received well, and it probably won't sell uh, because again, you're robbing the people of 
a a great showdown of of, of who's the best of the best from a from a welterweight uh pos, you know position. So that's the fight I want to see. That's the fight everybody wants to see, and hopefully boxing gets it right. So we can all be happy. <laughs> and and again, and it was Duran, the hands of stone, uh, Roberto Duran. Uh, I just, it finally came to me. I was, I was wrecking my brain. Like I, I, I remember this nickname. It was like hands of stone because he just, he had such hard hands, but I was like, but I couldn't remember. It's like everything else was coming to my mind. I was thinking no moss. I saw his face. It was like, I wanted to call him something else, but it came to me as a Roberto. Duran, but th- those are the four, um, and that's what people wanted to see, uh, and we got to really, you know, to really see that, and and those are the type of fights where you again you can have trilogies, uh, you can like what with Pacquiao and uh and um and uh see again these names these names. Are, are are escaping me already um but with when with Manny Pacquiao when they when he had the you know the 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 trilogy well actually it was more than a trilogy I mean they they had like a, a quadruple and, and Pacquiao ended up getting taken out uh but it was just at the same time um you know it was it was great to see because people that's what people were were happy like they they want they were so evenly matched that they just had so many wars uh and they just they always went toe-to-toe but again you know marquez that's what it was it's marquez manny pacquiao and uh you know and, and marquez i mean they had wars but that's what people wanted to see um and they were so evenly matched um but that that's what made boxing boxing and and that's what people what people cared about we had another good another good trilogy with uh fury and, and uh and Deontay Wilder like that was a thrilling trilogy that did great things for boxing we need to have more of those things yeah please forgive me for missing out on these names it's like I the, the I was blacking out like what is going on <laughs> but yeah but that, those are the things that that needed you know that that we need for boxing to to succeed and speaking of fury uh he's getting ready to fight uh Dylan White next week uh for uh the you know for the heavyweight championship and there's you know he's I believe he said and came out and said that it's gonna be his last uh fight so an end of an error <laughs> end of an error for uh for Tyson Fury um and he definitely was he definitely proved that he was the best heavyweight of this particular uh just this particular generation and uh, you know and he did it from an entertainment perspective but i just feel like he got he he had more skill than i thought that he had so just for him to to have that type of body but like have ali like style where it's like he he's a 
he he's hard to catch he's a slickster um that really threw i think his opponents off a lot of times because he's so big you're so worried about his power but he's actually a little bit more nimble um and he can actually take a punch it's hard to hurt him and he's 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 talking trash to you the whole time and everything it's just he he's demoralizing in so many ways and he's just a tall dude so it's hard to come at him because he's he's in most cases he's gonna have the reach advantage as well and he knows how to work his jab so he's he he's definitely more talented than than he looks and, and what we give him credit for um i i was still surprised that he beat Klitschko um but it's just he was able to neutralize Klitschko because they were he was taller than Klitschko and um it's like Vladimir had was so concerned about his power that it just it his his technique just totally t- took him out of whatever he wanted to do and he took the title from him so if this is going to be his last fight I feel like he's going to make it a gym nobody thinks that Dylan White's going to gonna beat Tyson Fury I mean if 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 Deontay Wilder couldn't do it and Wilder put him on his behind a couple times if Wilder couldn't do it White doesn't have the work rate or the power to to threaten Tyson Fury I just I I don't see it anything can happen in the ring is always gonna be 50 50 when it's you know man against man but I I wouldn't if I was to bet on a fight like this, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would definitely bet Tyson Fury all the way. I don't. I don't think Dylan White has a chance. I, I give him point, uh, point zero one percent chance to to win this fight. Uh, that that's what I would. That's what I would say. Um, but I think Fury's gonna win. And, and if this is his last fight, then hats off to him he he definitely earned the title as the best heavyweight of this generation of boxing and so we'll be right back we're gonna talk some wrestlemania hey everybody damon here i've written many books and one is a children's book called watch your temper we all get angry when things don't go our way but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. WrestleMania was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Um, it took me a, a minute to just process everything because they were. I, I felt like it was just really great uh, from top to bottom. Uh, I I enjoyed both nights and it wasn't a drag. Um, you didn't feel like man, it's just so long because there were so. I felt like there were so many things to get into. There was something for everybody. Um, 
I like that the Usos won. Um, I hate that Shinsuke and Rick, uh, like I hate that Rick Booz got hurt the way he did. Uh, you can, he's a strong guy, but man, when he went down like that, I I knew it wasn't a work. Like I knew, I knew that was that was a shoot, and that he was hurt for real. It's just you could just you could you could tell. Um, and they had to. I thought they worked the finish really well to where um you know they you know they go ahead they went ahead and and uh closed it down i mean you know you hate to see shinsuke go down like that but at the same time the usos they're you know they're the team you know um and i think that they needed to stay strong so good win for them uh drew i knew drew was gonna beat gonna beat corbin because he was mcintyre's better than than corbin at this stage of things he's he, he he shouldn't lose the court. If he would have lost to Corbin, it would have been because he took his eye off the ball, um, and 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 got distracted. But in a straight up match, McIntyre's gonna beat Corbin. I mean, it was definitely back and forth at, at Smash Mouth, but just McIntyre's a little more talented than Corbin is. Um, now the a surprising match was the Miz and Logan Paul against Ray and Dominic like I did not expect Logan to to be as good as he was but you could tell again that he took it serious uh and he he had some some uh pretty good hops like he 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 could be like you could put him in the intercontinental <laughs> championship race um because he just he he had a lot if they had if they still had a cruiserweight division he he'd be a, a straight up cruiserweight for real um but they the Miz and Logan ended up winning uh which uh, which was another thing that surprised me too um was that that they were able to pull it out. Um, but then of course the Miz, you know, being Miz has to steal the show. And so he, you know, he turned on, on Logan, uh, but that was a really great match. Um, another awesome match was Bianca beating Becky Lynch. Um, to me, that was one that could have went either way. I'm happy that Bianca won. Uh, I thought that I liked the storyline that they had. I know some people didn't, but I mean, they're always gonna have some people that's like, Ugh. but I'm not one of those people. I'm a positive wrestling fan. I just I enjoy it. Um and Bianca just showed that that she she had a little bit more in, in the tank than Becky did. Um I love how but I love Becky's tenacity and her and her fire and how she came out really serious and even in the buildup, how she was just, she was, she was cocky, but she was really starting to get unhinged because it's like, you could tell that there were glimmers of doubt that she couldn't really beat Bianca. Um, and, and that's why she came out so aggressive and just took it to her. And every turn she just, she was just fighting to maintain her dominance but she could only hold Bianca back for so long and she knew it and that that's where that was the story that you could tell uh in the match between those two it's like she knew that she could only hold back the force that is Bianca for so long and and in the end Bianca 
Bianca took her out. She was able to overcome all of that onslaught and give her that KOD. And the shot that I really love is after the match is over, Becky gets out of the ring and she just, she goes to her knees, just defeated. Like you just, she knew it's like almost like she knew it was going to happen, but it's just like, I couldn't do anything to stop it. Like I, I held it off for as long as I could, but she just overpowered me. And that was, that was great. And there, and to me, that's, that's their entrances were, uh, were a candidate for entrance of for best entrance of WrestleMania. I mean, especially with Bianca coming out with the marching with the with the the HBCU march event like that was dope. That was dope. And you know she makes her own gear. She had the march event gear. Like it, that was dope. It is it's gonna be hard to top that one. Um, but if you're going to top it, Cody coming out, coming back. Cody Rhodes coming back after all this time. And he gets to be himself. He gets to be the American nightmare. You know, the dad, Dusty Rhodes, was the American dream. He's the son. He's the American nightmare. Um, but, you know, he he wants to 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 enhance the Rhodes family legacy he wants to to win the w the, the championship for his dad um you know and he he's back in the WWE with something to prove he wants to prove that he's the best and he went up against a game Seth Rollins he took out Seth Rollins but man when you see the back and forth showdown I mean that to me if you're gonna if you want to to show that you're the best. If you can beat Seth Rollins, then you're making a pretty good case for yourself. But he left that ring with 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 uh with a whole lot of of war wounds. I don't think either guy left that ring without some some bruises and some cuts. But you could tell that he was in a war. But it was so great to see him back and his entrance. Uh, was pretty cool too the way they had him come out i think everybody lost their minds and it but again it was a good match um charlotte flair beat ronda i like that um the i, I like how it ended um uh, because you want to keep charlotte Char i was shocked that they actually had her beat ronda clean like that um even with the the small distraction but it's it's cool because now that they're uh for backlash is going to be an i quit match and so yeah, there's no distracting there's no you know the, it's just who if you can say i quit then that's how you win there's no other way to 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 win the match and, and to me that's a good way to to really settle the feud once and for all um and though then that's why you have those kind of matches you know okay if it's if it's a little bit of a kabuki finish uh then you you have stipulations in place to where now we're really going to cut out the um you know the chance of interference or what have you and so we can get a clear winner so we can see who the better woman is who the better man is um and that that's what makes wrestling so awesome um and I'm looking forward to seeing that match. But for this night in WrestleMania, Charlotte 
took Ronda out by hook or by crook. Uh, but that that's called being a flair. You know, you win by any means necessary. And of course, uh, you know, to end night one, Stone Cold took Kevin Owens down like it was we it was surprising because we didn't think there was going to be an actual match we just thought there was just going to be like a little confrontation but no it actually turned out to be an actual match and so stone cold won his final match in you know uh of his career in style taking out kevin owens uh see he started his career in texas ended it in texas too and so and and, in in total stone cold fashion, he beats Kevin Owens. He stuns everybody. He drinks, you know, just more beer than probably about five guys could drink at a time. And, uh, you know, while he was out there, he was drinking during the match, but it just, it didn't, it didn't affect the work at all. It was, it was great. And, um, and that, that's how you, you send the people home one night one. I know there was, some people that um that were saying that uh Ronda Rousey wasn't told uh that she wasn't going to close the show but i mean to me if Austin is going to have an actual match it, that that's that's how you close out even if it was a confrontation you you send the people home happy because Stone Cold is going to close it right and Kevin Owens i love Kevin Owens Kevin Owens is one of the most versatile wrestlers uh, you know, in the business right now, he, you can put him in anywhere and he'll make something gold out of it because his, his personality is just wonderful. Like you just, you, you love the guy, but he, he can be annoying at the same time, but he's just, he's, he's definitely a, a future hall of famer. He's Kevin Owens is, is awesome. And he's just, he's awesome at what he does. He's a, he's a great worker. Um, and so I love everything about Kevin Owens night two, Started out with the game. It was great to see him come out and do the entrance one more time and, you know, and kind of officially let people in and say thank you and that, you know, he he's officially retiring. And, you know, just to it was the it was like to see him come out. It was the end of an era, you know, like Triple H is done. Wow. Like we're never going to see Triple H wrestle again. And he's one. He's one of my favorites. I love Triple H. I th- I feel like he's one of the best heels, uh, because he's he's so natural at it. He he's natural at making you dislike him. But he's also the type of wrestler where you just you respect him because he's he he's he's been such a part of 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 uh, so many things. Uh, and so you just, the respect is always going to be there with Triple H. It's like when you beat Triple H, you earned it and you, you have something to pat yourself on the back about because you beat the game. Like that means something when you can beat Triple H. So, you know, I hope that he enjoys retirement, but that was great to see that. Now that, that tag team raw, that raw tag team match, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, but RK bro, I mean, they showed out, you talk about some surprising RKOs like that. That was an entertaining uh, match uh, to, to open things. I think the one I was, I was actually disappointed in if I'm going to say disappointment, because it was still good to see him out there. Uh, was Lashley uh, defeating Omos? I actually, I they did the heel. They they did the uh, the MVP uh, turn on Lashley on uh, Monday Night Raw the next night. 
but to me, I just felt like they missed the opportunity. Like, um, because everybody, like, I, I think it would have been more surprising if you did it at WrestleMania, um, because just in a straight one-on-one match, like, for it means more for Omos to defeat Bobby Lashley than it does for Lashley to beat Omos. Because, I mean, Lashley, in a straight-up contest, of course, we're, you know, Lashley's going to win. Like, there's not too many guys that are going to beat Bobby Lashley. Um, but Omos, I just felt like needed to go over there. And I think Omos is doing great work. Um, I think he... He he's how a a tall giant of a man he he works how a tall giant of a man should work, like yeah it's like if he hits you it should be like double or triple damage because he's so big, <laughs> and you know if he throws you in a corner or doesn't like it should really be devastating he doesn't have to do a whole lot if he drops you is going to have more impact because of the height that he's dropping you from so and he's he he's a little agile so it's like he can do certain things i just love the way he works he pushes you out of the ring he doesn't have to do a whole lot of super moves but it's just he does those those giant big man moves. He'll push you out of the ring and, and and have his way with you and throw you around and just all he has to do is give you one punch and then you're just it's just you're you're wrecked because he's just so big. But again, I feel like they missed the opportunity there. Um, to me, that that would have been better for MVP to to cost Bobby Lashley the match. Uh, you know, at WrestleMania, because then now you've got Bobby Lashley looking for revenge because you embarrassed him on the biggest stage. Uh, but now he has to go up against a mammoth of a man. Um, and I didn't get to beat him at WrestleMania because MVP, you know, cost me the match. But at the same time, can I really beat him? You know? and so it's like you you build to it better and so i just i just felt like they missed the opportunity but again i still enjoyed the match um and you know i popped for bobby lashley because i just i respect him he's he's a he's a good guy i i think that um he got a raw deal with some of the creative things uh lead before he got into uh the hurt business i thought the hurt business re-established him as a just as the powerhouse that he is, but they, I felt like they almost, they almost squandered his potential with the, uh, with the Rusev and Lana stuff and, you know, just some of those other things, but the Hurt Business really kind of established him. I I wish they wouldn't have broken that up like they did. Uh, I felt like that, that could have been a lot better, but I like where we are now with, uh, with Bobby Lashley and, and with MVP, you know, at the side of Omos is going to be dangerous. Now, a very entertaining match. I mean, all these matches were entertaining, but I love the Knoxville Sami Zayn match. Like that was wacky, and it was supposed to be. It, that was. It wasn't going to be about a wrestling clinic. Where it was. It was gimmick city. Um, <laughs> that's why you have that match. I mean, Johnny Knoxville's not a wrestler. He's a prankster, but he's tougher than we give him credit for. That's a tough guy, and he really. 
you can tell he really does love wrestling. Um, but I mean, the stuff that they did that was so entertaining. And uh, Sami Zayn is great. I mean, he's he he's a he's such a pro. I I, I love Sami Zayn. It's like those are things. It's like for Sami Zayn to make he he made all of those guys look good. And if you can that and if you can do what Sami Zayn did, that means you can trust him uh, with a lot of situations. And so that, that match was wonderful. I think everybody enjoyed that. Um, now I think the, the, another match that was kind of like crazy, um, but you just, you were happy to see everybody there was the four way uh, women's title, women's tag team title match. I'm glad that Sasha and Naomi got the win, uh, especially since Sa- Sasha hasn't, had a a good uh showing at wrestlemania um but again it was just i felt like they didn't really have a whole lot of time to work with um and it was just it was it was a cluster (laughs) but i think the right team won the the right team won and uh it was in it is great to show naomi some love because she's she's so athletic and she has such a style with her um Honestly, I want her to. I want her to uh, to turn back heel and 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 be a part of the bloodline and and take over the women's division. I want Roman to light up to light a fire under her and said, "Hey, you're. I know you got the tag team titles, but you're supposed to be WWE Women's Champion." Um, enough with you know with playing second fiddle and being teams with people like you're better than this you need to dominate um you know i'm i'm elevating my cousin um i'm elevating your husband but because i elevate him i need you to elevate too because you're a part of this family too like to me it's time for roman and naomi to have the talk (laughs) like hey you know you're part of this family too you're married to my cousin i'm holding you to the same standard because you have that ability you're just you're you're not showcasing it uh and so i think it's it's gonna happen and i'm gonna be excited to see that now edge and aj i mean they they had a a physical matchup i mean this is a rivalry i think that's really great um you get you get to see the eight like the the uh the tna just aggressive aj styles um who who's kind of has something to prove that he's still he's still the phenomenal one um but then edge to me this version of edge he's not i feel like even with the song choice that he has uh because throughout his whole career he's he's he has been on the edge he's 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 been on the edge of of uh you know heel and 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 baby liking or you know disliking him you know even with edge and christian he was annoying but he was he was still kind of on the edge of being loved and but and then even with him being the rated r superstar it's like he he always went he was he was a heel but he was just he was always he was the ultimate opportunist he was always playing on the edge of things but to me this edge I don't think he's on the edge anymore. To me, his whole career he's been kind of like in the middle, but I feel like he's just he's again just like the song says, he's on the other side. Like he's no longer on the edge. He's 
he's gonna he's he chose darkness and so to me he almost needs a different name because he's not on the edge anymore he's totally chosen the side and, <laughs> and he he hasn't chosen the right side and um and then he's got damian priest by his side now i mean they he needed to win the match um but it's really going to be interesting to see like where he goes now because he's he he's totally like a different guy now and it's, it's going to be exciting to watch um now i wish that they would have they wouldn't have lost how they did but i mean I knew that Seamus and Ridge were going to destroy Woods and Kingston, uh, you know, but it was just great to see them, like to see uh, them come out and, and wear the, the biggie gear. Uh, but I mean, fight night with, with Seamus, Ridge and Butch. I mean, they just, they're entertaining, especially Butch. Like I, I love, I love, I hate that they changed his name. How come he can't be Pete Dunn? But he's, to his credit, he he's working it well, so I'm I'm entertained by that. Um, but then the McAfee Austin theory that that was an exciting sequence. I mean, you had you had two matches. You had McAfee beat Theory, and then Theory, and then uh McAfee loses to Mister McMahon, who just decides, hey, you know what? I'm gonna come in there and show you and show you that I'm still Mister McMahon. I'm 76, but don't let the 76 fool you. I, I was I can still beat somebody up. Uh, and so he he beats up McAfee and pins him, and then Stone Cold just comes <laughs> out and stuns everybody, and and of course deals the worst stunner ever. He gives the best stunner potentially ever to Austin Theory. Um and then he gives a worst stunner for, probably ever to uh Mr. McMahon. It pro- you know, I would say probably because it's more likely what, what people are gonna say is the worst stunner ever. Um but that was super entertaining. And then at the end you've got Roman taking down the beast uh to unify the uh you know the the heavyweight championships and you know now he's undisputed uh and i thought the match was okay i mean you know to me it's it will that's the only way you're going to beat brock um is to to and it's been proven that's how that's how uh goldberg is beating him any anybody who's beaten him they've had to just overwhelm him with their best shots that that was the only way they were going to win and that's the only way roman was going to win he's got it he he can't play around and try to 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 wrestle him because i mean brock isn't going to give you that opportunity to just try and out wrestle him you're not going to out wrestle brock lesnar the man is he, he he's He's an all-star wrestler in and of itself, but he's just about, I'm going to suplex you and, and grind you into the dust. I mean, he dislocated Roman's arm. <laughs> that Kimura lock for a guy like Brock Lesnar to have you in a, in a arm, in an arm lock like that, where he can easily break it like that's got to be the scariest thing. Um, Cause he, he definitely did pop it out of its, of, of its sock. Like he popped his shoulder out. He dislocated. He, he took it out. Roman popped it back in, uh, which is like, Oh my gosh, you know, that's, 
super strength, but man, and, but and I think Roman, uh, you know, probably if he he probably cracked a rib, uh, you know, with Brock, and so both guys are hurt, um, coming, and I think Brock, I think Roman hurt his arm initially, uh, spearing Brock through the barricade, but like both guys, they they didn't walk out of that match unscathed. Um, I was. If you're gonna beat Brock, I mean that to me that's how you that's how you do it. Um for folks wanting something more than that, I, I don't understand why people would 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 have expected it more. I think they they didn't ex with, with Roman hurt how it was, I think they really did have to kind of go ahead and go home because his arm is legit hurt. <laughs> he he was legit hurt. Um now again I do feel like this match would have been better if that if it would have been in a hell in a cell. And the reason why I said that is because with Roman doing what he did to Brock in Madison Square Garden and Brock coming out saying, I want your blood, Roman. Like, you know, if he's saying blood for blood, like we need to if this is going to be the final showdown between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and it's for everything on the line, then you need to have a match that accentuates that. And for for decades, the 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 cell match has been the match to you know to decide things once and for all. And especially if if he's saying I want you know I want your blood like that's the that's the match that you that you have for that and you know one guy both got two guys walk in one guy walks out and we get to finally just you know decide who the champion is and to me there needs to be color there needs to be color even if you're not going to put him in the cage Brock should have got color on Roman like Roman should have been bloody because at least at least Brock can say hey I didn't, you know, I I didn't win the match, but I got my blood. I I got what I wanted. Like I I at least got one of the things that I want. I wanted to win. I want to be undisputed champion, but I got I I I got back. You know, I got it back for making me bleed at Madison Square Garden. So, uh, you know, I accomplished that goal. At least do that. There, there needed to be colors like that. To me, there, there were some things that they could have done to make that one a little better. But again, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm just, I'm happy to be a wrestling fan, and you know, that was a one of that was a pretty awesome WrestleMania, and I'll remember this WrestleMania. You don't always remember every WrestleMania, but I'll remember this one. And so that's the that's uh you know gonna do it. I know I'll probably. Went a little over, but uh, again, there was a lot to cover, and it, you know, it's been a while. Um, but you know, thank you for everybody that's listening, and uh, looking forward to you know to coming again with some more sports. Uh, you breaking things down. Uh, if you, if you're enjoying the podcast, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, you can support the show if you want to do so monetarily. Uh, there's a, a you know. Again, this is this is the anchor podcast. So uh, you just click on the link in the uh, in the description and it'll take you to a page where, you know, you can, if you want to kick a couple dollars this way. Hey, praise the Lord. 
<laughs> I, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, so until then, take care. God bless and happy Resurrection Sunday. Jesus is risen. Take care.